0: A FOCUS SUMMARY OF CHAPTERS 13 AND 14 OF SHANE Bob feels as if the breeze blowing in from the fields is chill and cheerless, because he knows that Joe is going to tell Fletcher he won't sell, and he knows that the announcement will come in the form of a confrontation at Grafton's. He senses the silent bond between Shane and Joe, who know themselves and each other, and know what they must do. Marion and Bob are gripped with feelings of anxiety and loneliness as the sun drives down the afternoon sky and the inevitable conflict grows closer. Bob seeks the comfort of his parents, sitting between them on the porch, and Joe pats his head reassuringly and tells him it will all work out one way or another. Fletcher will be defeated, and if anything happens to Joe... He knows at least that his family will be in better hands than his own. At this comment, Shane rises so swiftly that his chair knocks against the wall. Shaking with that inner torment, he strides down the steps to the barn. Marion rises to go after him, thinks better of it, and returns to sit beside her husband. Joe tells her, with a sad smile— that he is counting on her to help Shane win his battle again. Bob finds Shane staring out at the mountains with an expression of new, unchangeable certainty. A few minutes later, Shane emerges from the barn wearing his gun, and he seems, for the first time, himself and complete. Approaching Joe and Marion, he tells them to feed Bob his supper— because he has some business to attend to in town. Joe grasps his meaning and tries to stop him, saying this is his business. But Shane counters that on the contrary, it is his business, his kind of business. Shane knows that he will never persuade Joe to let him take the fight. His only recourse is force. So he knocks Joe out cold catching his body in his arms before he hits the floor. Marion understands, and she watches Shane with eyes filled with sweet warmth. Shane says to tell Joe no man need be ashamed of being beaten by Shane, and she says she doesn't need to tell him, because he already knows. As Shane moves toward the door, Marion feels compelled to ask him one last question. Is he doing this just for her? He looks her in the eye and asks, "'Could I separate you in my mind and afterwards be a man?' He's doing this for their family. His face hardens, and he goes out into the darkness. Bob slips out into the night to follow Shane. He runs in the dust along the road, and when he sees Shane approaching on his horse, his image is one of danger, terror, And the untested realm of potentialities beyond Bob's understanding, and he stumbles to the ground in fear. When Shane bends down to him, smiling, he is no longer the dark and menacing stranger, but the Shane that Bob knows and loves. Shane tells him to hurry home, and looking out over the lovely land, he tells Bob it is a good place to be a boy and grow strong and straight inside, as a man should. Bob gazes out over the valley, and Shane is gone. But the pull is too great, and he runs after him to Grafton's. When Shane arrives at Grafton's, he finds Red Marlin and a few others on the steps of the saloon. He dismounts, leaves his horse at the ready, and asks them, "'Where's Fletcher?' They point inside the saloon. Bob takes his perch inside the store so he can watch what happens. The saloon is crowded with men drinking at the bar and playing poker at the tables. One spot at a poker table sits empty, with a half-smoked cigar still burning. Red Marlin slips into the seat and takes up the cigar in a pretense that it was his. Shane searches the room and sees First Wilson, and then Chris. He smiles and nods at Chris, who is at first caught off guard, and then returns the smile, with the expression of a man who knows his own mind at last. Shane asks again, where's Fletcher? And Wilson answers, where's Starrett? The two men move across the room, taking a position five yards from each other. Wilson says he has no quarrel with Shane, It's Starrett he wants. Shane tells him that what he wants and what he'll get are different, and then pushes him over the edge by saying, Do I have to crowd you into slapping leather? Their guns blaze, and Wilson's right arm is hanging useless. Shane has shot to disable, rather than kill. But when Wilson reaches with the left for his other gun, Shane shoots him in the chest, and he falls to the ground, dead. Then Shane murmurs to himself, from the depths of sadness, I gave him his chance. Bob notices a spot of blood widening above Shane's belt. A moment later, a shot is heard from the back of the room. In a single flashing instant, Shane turns and shoots Fletcher in the act of aiming his second shot. He falls dead from his place on the balcony. In the silence that follows, Shane tells them that that finishes it. And revived with a surge of power, he moves toward the door. He tells them all that he will be riding away, and not one of them will follow. Only Bob dashes to the door, desperate to ask Shane a question. If he were in practice, could Wilson have hit him? Shane, seeing the need in Bob for an unspotted hero, Says he'd never have cleared the holster. He tells Bob a man is what he is, and there's no breaking the mold. He tried, but there's no going back from a killing. He tells Bob to go home and grow strong and straight and take care of his parents. Then he rides away, merging into the shadows on the horizon. Mr. Weir takes Bob home.